a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out and donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, uh, presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis. The Flying Hawaiian uh, FMX Pioneer, Clifford Adadante. I keep screwing his name up, but that, that's what I got. Thanks for checking it out. FlyRacing.com. Everybody, the 2020 stuff is out now. New graphics on the formula, and uh, they look really good, man. So please check them out. FlyRacing.com. Blake Baggett, Justin Bogle, Zach Osborne, Ben LeMay, Privateers Everywhere, John Short. We're in Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com, and uh, go to your local dealer. Demand to see the new Fly Racing gear uh, that you've seen uh, on the racers right now and uh, get yourself stocked up. Thanks to those guys. Also, Alpine Stars, the Tech 10, the most advanced boot in motocross today. And uh, please check that out, the A4 chest protector, the A1 chest protector. I absolutely love the Tech 7s myself. You know the name. You know the game of the Alpine Stars, and uh, they do a great job with everything they've got over there. Thank you also, Maxxis Tires, MXST out now, developed by Jeremy McGrath. The IT is coming soon. AJ Cantonzaro using the tires to qualify for main event supercrosses. So you know they're good. Uh, Maxis.com mountain bike tires are, are on point as well. So thank you, Maxis, for coming on the show. Thank you, Alpine Stars. And, of course, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, Clifford's an interesting guy. Lots going on in his life. Lots of interesting things that he's done. And uh, really happy to have him on the phone and uh, find out what he's doing. We all know, remember the name, right? He's one of the early, early pioneers of freestyle, man. And uh, stoked to have him on the show. So thanks for listening, everybody. And here he is. And now, as promised, on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, uh, a podcast with the pioneer of freestyle motocross and uh, a man who uh, was certainly in the news for a lot of reasons over the years, uh, took, place at the fir- took place at the first ever X Games, Red Bull X Fighters. We're going to get into all of that and more. Happy to have uh, Clifford Adadamte on the podcast. How are you, Clifford? How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. Thanks, Steve. Thank you for having, having me on. Thank you. I appreciate you. Well, you notice that I still screwed your name up. God, dude. Yes, okay, yeah, it's, yeah. It's 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 all right. It's been butchered uh, my whole life. So it's all good. It's well, all thanks. Smooth. Thanks for doing this, man. Really appreciate it. Lots to talk to you about. Certainly, um, uh, number one, you're the flying Hawaiian from Oklahoma. That's number one. Yes. we need to get that yes. straight. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's um, get it straight. <laughs> just, I mean, just because of your complexion, some somebody somewhere along the way in freestyle thought you're from Hawaii. I'm imagining. <laughs> no, my my father my father is from uh, Hawaii. He was born and raised in Honolulu. Okay, and right. um, and so at a local track uh, at 59th and Douglas there in in um, in Oklahoma and actually in Midwest City, um, where uh, where I started racing, there was uh, there was a lady, Linda Jones, uh, one of my buddies' uh, mother that I went to school with. He was a year younger, but we we grew up. Uh, racing and, and uh, riding together. He only lived like maybe like a, a quarter of a mile from my house. So we'd ride to each other's house and just uh-huh. go burn up the trails and this and that. But anyways, um, he, uh, um, his mother was just, uh, uh, just loud and obnoxious, just so funny and so fun to be around. And, and one, one day at the track, um, she just, just blurted out, flying Hawaiian, flying Hawaiian. <laughs> and, uh, and, local little track you know being you know 12 13 years old just you know uh ripping around the 59 okay. douglas and yeah and um it just stuck it stuck from that point and it just kind of carried on 
through the local little tracks and then, you know, racing Lake Whitney, amateurs, uh, you know, Loretta Lynn's and, yeah. and things of that Flying nature. It just, kinda, it just started to, yeah, it just started just, it was just kind of, it just stuck. And then, you know, as I progressed in arena cross and so on, it, yeah. it, just, it stuck, it, it, you know, stuck with me. Wow. John DeSoto might have a, a complaint to lodge with you here or there. No, <laughs> actually, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I have to, I have to, I'll have to correct that because I was in, I was in Hawaii uh-huh. uh, doing a show uh-huh. and John DeSoto came to the show and, and, and watched us do, it, I was doing a freestyle show uh-huh. and he came out and watched us uh, ride. And at the, at the end of the show, he came up to me and uh, introduced, I mean, I knew who he was, but yeah. he just, you know, he's like, Hey, and he said he had nothing. He said, you know what? He goes, I'm stoked that you're carrying on the flying Hawaiian name. And he gave me, and he was like, Hey, he's by all means. He's like, run with it, carry it, carry it on. <laughs> okay. and, and, and he's like, I'm, I'm stoked that you're, you know what I mean? That, yeah. you, that you're using it. So right. there's no, no bad blood, no bad blood. Good, good to hear. So it's, it's I, uh, I just did the Honolulu Supercross. I announced it live uh, the week after Vegas, myself and Jason Wygant. And, uh, and I got to meet John. He was there, a super cool guy, still in shape, still rode a bike around the outside of the stadium for introductions and stuff right. and everything. So it was cool to be in Honolulu for a Supercross, man. That's awesome, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so how does your dad meet your mom then and settle in Oklahoma? Um, well, my, uh, my father, my father, uh, joined the air force when he was, um, I think when he was 17, he joined the air force and, um, uh, he was on his way. He wanted to go to, to Florida to retire and they shut him down, um, at Tinker in, uh, in Oklahoma city. And mm-hmm. so he retired, he retired from the air force, um, at Tinker air force base. And then after he retired, um, he started working and then met my mom and then boom, boom, boom. And then that's, that's how, that's how they met. And, okay. uh, that's where, yeah. Right. Nice. Um, well, man, Hey, I hope you're doing well. Uh, we got in touch with, uh, we got mutual friend in scummy, Colin Morrison, very good guy. Very, very, uh, uh great guy. And, you know, he kind of filled me in a little bit on your backstory. Now, the, now, obviously, we know you from the X games. We know you from the Red Bull X fighters and we'll get into mm-hmm. your freestyle career and everything else. But, you know, I, I got to say, Clifford, the last time a lot of people heard about you, you were in trouble with the law uh, back uh, in, uh, in Ohio. So uh, that was crazy, man. By the way, <laughs> you were you were uh, uh, forty seven pounds of marijuana. You were busted for in Ohio. Um, that sucks, and I'm glad you're doing well and you sound well. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was um, that was a you know a moment of desperation um, mm-hmm. that I that I had uh, you know after after I um, well after I broke my femur in uh, Valencia, Spain mm-hmm. uh, at for trying to participate in the X Fighters. Um, you know, that, that was a, that was a hard, uh, a hard recovery for me and, and to get back up on my bike and, you know, I stopped competing mm-hmm. and I, you know, um, it's, how old are you at this probably, point? How old are you at this point? Uh, I was, I was 30. I was 30. Oh, okay. Was so yeah, you old. were, yeah, I was 30. I was, it was ancient was for freestyle, whenever. ancient for freestyle at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it, you know, I was 30 and just, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of things that, that were going on. Um, you know, I had some friends, uh, that had, uh, had gotten paralyzed, mm-hmm. um, you know, a couple, uh, well, there was, uh, you know, a, a buddy of mine that, uh, that passed away and, um, you know, all riding dirt bikes and stuff. And yep. then, you know, one of my BMX friends, he, you know, he got paralyzed from the neck down. So it just all, all of this stuff kind of, um, uh, you know, just played, played a role and played, you know, uh, in my head. And, um, you know, it was, um. I stopped riding, stopped competing, and uh, you know I was just desperate. I didn't have any sponsors. I didn't have any money. I wasn't riding, and I was just to the point. You know, I tried to reach out, tried to get help and get work, and and you know things were just not not happening. And um, you know, obviously, I mean, I, I I can you know I can understand that people um, you know they're like, well, you know, hey man, you you're uh, you, you have a lot of marijuana. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're around a lot of marijuana, not <laughs> yeah. just not just a joint or two, or just maybe just having you know what I mean a sack. You have sacks. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know, the, the time, you know, I was just desperate and I needed, I needed money. Yeah. And, um, I, I was, uh, I was presented with, uh, this opportunity and, uh, I just, first and foremost, I, I want to say that do not do this ever, ever, ever. Anybody <laughs> no, out there, no, that's out there no. just don't, don't do it. Okay. Just don't do it. I mean, it is, if I would have known the laws of, of, 
of it before I would have would have done it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. someone would have said, "Hey, hey, look, you can do this, but this is this is the consequences of of what what might happen to you if if you know if you get you know if something goes wrong." Yep. Um, I would have been like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm 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 out." You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I was desperate. I needed the I needed the money, and so I just I ran with it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I uh, you know I didn't. I was unable to uh, to ride that one out. So yeah. So, um, so yeah. you spent time in, in jail for that? Yes, I did. Oh. Yeah, I spent uh, I spent five I spent five days in in jail, and um, uh, after I got out of jail, uh, I was I was on probation for um, for a quite I mean a period like maybe I don't know I think my probation was like maybe I don't know exactly it was close to like two years yeah, or something. Okay. But um, uh, what happened was that. Uh, the thing I got really lucky on this, Steve. I really got lucky. Here, here's the thing: is that yeah. um, in the state of Ohio, come to find out, the state of Ohio, if you have if you have anything over forty forty eight pounds, it's mandatory eight years in prison. Oh. And so you had forty seven. So, uh, I just yeah. I mean, I just barely, I, I barely dodged that uh, that bullet. You know what I mean? And and just um, it was it was uh, you know. And the thing the thing is that if I would if I would have uh, came clean on that on that run, uh, I was gonna cut. I was gonna do a, a, a much larger amount the next time. So yeah, I'm, I'm thankful yeah. that I'm thankful that I got busted when I did. And um, so. The attorney, when they they took it to a, a lab and they reweighed it out of the packages and stuff, and it was under. So the the um, the DA said, uh, "Hey, look," he said, "You know what? I'm I'm out." Um, or he said something like, "Hey, I'm going to give the guy here's my here's my offer. I want to I'll give him four four years in in prison, and that's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna negotiate with." And uh, my attorney was all, well, I told him that he's not going to prison, so we need to, you know, and yeah. he said, you know what, I'm out. It's going to be, you know, uh, with the judge. And um, so, uh, Steve, you know, first offense, a clean record, um, first time ever being, you know, um, in any type of uh, criminal, you know, activities yeah. of any any sort. Uh, and, um, you know, it, it just, I presented myself well, um, at, you know, at the very end with the judge and, and, um, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, it was a small town in, in Ohio and it was, it's funny, like, you know, maybe a little bit of status, uh, helped me because I remember talking to the judge, mm -hmm. uh, we were going into his chambers, um, when I was there like a second time and the secretary came out and, and, uh, the attorney and myself were, were just sitting outside the hall mm -hmm. or outside, you know, in the, in the hallway, she comes out and she goes, oh, okay, uh, attorney so-and-so and the flying Hawaiian, you guys, uh, yeah. you know, judge so-and-so is, 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 is ready to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, you know, like, I mean, d I'm yeah. not saying that, you know what I mean? Do yeah. not take any chances. Do not take any chances, anyone. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. It, yeah. It, it doesn't help. Especially but, if you don't have any X games, all, X game medals. Don't do that. If you don't have any X game medals. Um, <laughs> what, so, uh, was it just speeding or do you think there was a bit of a, of a sting put on? Do you think you, they knew about it or anything else? Cause it, you know, no, it, I, I don't, I mean, no, who knows? People, yeah. people say that, but no, the, the thing is, is that after, after, uh, after I got busted and I was talking to the, uh, uh, the officer, the, the, mm -hmm. the hypo, he, he told me, he specifically told me, he said, look, he goes, this is one of the main veins that the, the freeways that lead up into the East coast, like in, oh, okay. you know, yeah. like New York. And he's, and he, he was like, dude, he said, I, I've been, I've been busting people for 20 years on this freeway. And he said, it's, it's not, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, semis and right. semis all the time that, that flow through this, this main freeway. So it, it was just, right. you know, it was just, yeah, I was speeding, but, um, there, when I came through, when I came through, there were four, there were four suburban hypos with canines just yeah, yeah, yeah. at, the, at right. the center of the median. So it wasn't, it wasn't just me. I mean, that's just what they do on a, on a regular, sure, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. You got off lucky there for sure. Uh, and, and you learned your lesson, obviously. Um, absolutely. A little bit of rough times, though, for you lately. You sound great. You, you've been in rehab. You're cleaned up. You want to tell people, you know, kind of your story a little bit. And, you know, we're going to get into the freestyle stuff. We're going to get into the racing stuff. But I guess we'll start here. I mean, it got bad at some point for you, huh, Clifford? 
Yes, it did. Yeah. Yes, it got it got it got real bad. Um, you know, there was there was a time where, uh, you know, when we first started doing freestyle motocross, I mean, and I'm only speaking for my my mm-hmm. behalf, and I'm not speaking for any anybody else. Uh, what what I what I did was, you know, I, I raced. I was a, a, a true privateer. Um, I tried to, um, you know, I tried to race. Supercross. I mm-hmm. was not. I was not. Uh, you know. I was not fast enough to to make it. Um, I kind of found a, a niche in arena cross. I still wasn't fast enough to compete to to uh, you know up in up in the mix. I mean, I, basically, I, I was a backpack rider. That's that's, that's yeah. all. Hands down, I, I was a backpack rider. And um, and then coming into freestyle motocross. Um, you know, going out and doing tricks and having a blast, and then mm-hmm. I was getting paid yeah. twice, twice, twice <laughs> the money that I was doing arena cross, and yeah. I was having—I mean, a million times. Uh, you know, it was yeah. way, way, way—it was way better, and and I was having so much fun. And so, along with that, being the just the new sport and just a new thing, yeah. um, I was making money, and we were we were partying, we were having fun, and just sure. being. You know, a whole new, uh, new era of you know. I mean, who, who, who to you know, freestyle motocross. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, what is this? You know, and so. Um, as from the start, and 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 that what it's not freestyle motocross. I I had been I had been partying, and I'd been you know I'd been partying doing drugs uh, even when I raced. Um, and so it has nothing to do with just the sport. It's just myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. and and uh, but when I started doing, I was a functioning alcoholic drug addict. I was full on functioning. Um, I maintained. Uh, what what I was doing, and you know, I had my own house. I kept mm-hmm. my house up. I paid my bills. I trained. I rode, and I rode hard. I I did comps. I I you know I did shows, and I partied hard. Yeah. You know? And and that's that's the well that's again. The you, I, I I highly doubt you're the only one in those early days. That's for well, sure. I mean, you yeah. know, you know, it was just it, that's just kind of what what yeah. what. I did. You know what I did? I mean, we, we, we went, I mean, I travel, I've been to 16 different countries. Some of those countries I've been to multiple times and we had a, a I mean, a freaking blast. I yeah. Mean, and, oh and, yeah. You know, sure. um, so yes, after I stopped, after I stopped riding, um, and I stopped competing, I, I fell into a deep, deep hole of depression. Um, you know, I, I was, you know, basically just, you know, going from, you know, hero to zero mm-hmm. overnight. Yeah. And, and then, you know, try, you know, thinking that, thinking that this, this, uh, riding this, this wave of freestyle motocross and thinking that, ah, oh, you know what, this is never going to end. Well, fuck it. Little did I know, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and then what a rude awakening and just, you know, a, a big shot in the dick that, uh, you know, this is, this is the reality of it and, and trying to reach out to people and, and, um, you know, uh, trying to get jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so difficult. It was so frustrating that everywhere I turned to people just do it. And I understand, I mean, no one wants to deal with, you know, with a, a drug addict and whether they knew or they didn't know. I mean, you know, there were some times that, you know, I was, my behaviors and my, my defects were, were bad. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I was, I was a fool and I acted like a fool and, and I, I did some very irresponsible uh, things and um, you know people don't want to deal with 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 you whenever you're acting like that. So yeah. you know I I, I believe that uh, you know I burned some bridges and and you know I pissed off uh, quite a few people and so you know when it, the 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 reality of it is hey you know what I, I don't want, I'm not going to help you out you know I mean yeah, you're, yeah. you're uh you're you're a, you're a, you know you're a drug addict and, and no one wants to deal with that and and uh, so I had a hard time dealing with that I, I was very really really depressed I you know I. I don't take any medication. I never taken. I've never taken any medication. I'm not on any medication right now. I'm 100% clean, and just I'm 44 days clean today. Um, but back to um, you know me falling off. Um, I just I was very very depressed. I fell in a hole. I couldn't. I didn't have no one to turn to. Yep. No no support. No help. No nothing. And so to to cover to mask my depression and my my feelings, I use drugs. And I and I use drugs uh, um, way too much. Yeah. And drugs got a, drugs got a hold of me, and they just they it was like cinder blocks just chained to my to sure. my whole body, and just you know throw throw you in a uh, you know in a in a dark cave, deep dark cave, and you know um, I 
I did that for years and, and it got me nowhere. You know, I, I tried to pursue jobs and I tried to work and, right. um, you know, my, my addiction was horrible and, uh, it just caused me to not show up to work and, you know, call in and mm-hmm. you know, people are not going to tolerate that. You know, it just, yep. that's just not how it operates. And, and so that made, made it even worse and made it worse and worse and worse. And then I started using more and more and more to, to cover up my, my depression and feeling sad and, and lonely, everything. And yeah. so, um, uh, there was a point, you know, where, where I just was going absolutely nowhere. And, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful and I'm very blessed that Colin and Ron here at, uh, at New Orleans, um, you know, they called me, Colin called me. I, I tried to reach out with, to him uh, a while back and because and, um, I knew they – I saw, you know, I'd seen a post uh, of him being sober and, you know, living sobriety and stuff, right. and, and he was just getting his life back. Well, I tried to reach out to him. Well, you know, I was so just so twisted off on, on drugs, and I was still in that state of denial and, and blaming people like, man, this is your fault. This is not my fault. You know what I mean? And, yep, and I've yep. learned so much. I've learned so, so much in rehab. Just the 44 days that I've been here, I've learned so much about about my addiction, about myself, about addiction and just itself and the behaviors and stuff. And it's, it's been so helpful. I mean, I am so, I'm so happy that, uh, that I'm in, right. in rehab and that I'm going through this process. And, you know, Colin reached out to me and he, he was, he was all, Hey, look, he's like, Cliffy, if you want to get your life back together, if you want to get a job, you know, you know, I lost my lady. I lost, I lost, I lost everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Across the board. And he said, Hey, look, he said, if you want your life back, he said, I, you know, you're going to have to go to rehab. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know anything about rehab. And, and honestly, Steve, if I would have known, if I would have known rehab was such a, a powerful, uh, a powering, uh, you know, what's the word? I'm, I'm not empowering. I'm yeah. Imp- so, empowering. Yeah, if and, it yeah. was just, if, if it was, if I would have known this 30 years, Steve, I would have done it 30 years ago. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not joking. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's just so, so it's been so helpful and I'm understanding like all my behaviors and, and all my defects and stuff. And, and beforehand I didn't, I had no clue about that and no one, no one tried to introduce me. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, you know, like now that I'm, I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in rehab and I'm understanding this, man, I want to, you know, I have no shame. I, I've left that. Uh, I left that, uh, a long, long time ago and I have no guilt. I have no shame. I have no fear no more. Um, I'm proud of who I am today because you know, all this stuff has made me a better, better man. And, you know, being in rehab, uh, you know, I, I want to, I want people to know that, you know what, you're not alone for, for the suffering addicts and, and the people that are, uh, you know, I don't care what you're taking, what, whatever it is, man, there is help and there's hope and it's rehab mm-hmm. and, and you get, you know what I mean? Like I want to try to help whoever I can help as many people as possible and to, to better their lives because I'm living proof. And, and, and damn it, if I, my stubborn fucking ass can do it, anybody can do it, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so it's just, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm proud, you know, and I'm happy right now. I'm 44 days clean and I'm, I've, I've been in rehab uh, 44 days now. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm focused. I'm clear headed. I'm healthy. You know, I go to the, I'm going to the gym, getting back in the gym. You know, I've put yeah, a little weight on, I've yeah, sized yeah. up a little bit and I just, my mind is, is clear. I can actually, you know, talk and I can, I can have a conversation with you. You know I mean? Yeah. You know, and, on, and, you know, it's not just, Hey, uh, 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 yeah, you got, uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm not just <laughs> so twisted, twisted off and, uh, and, um, yeah, so. no, it sounds, you sound great. It sounds awesome. I got a couple of questions for you though. For one, okay. a lot of problems from racers or freestyles or whatever, they start with an injury and they start with over the counter or not over the counter, but prescribed medicines. And you said you never took anything for like your broken femur or for any other injuries. And I find that interesting because a lot of times that's the gateway, right? Like Vicodin, Percocet or whatever. That's the gateway for a lot of guys. And you never had that. Well, no, 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 no. Let me correct. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that. I've, I've, no, no. Let me correct that. I, I have. I'm not on any. I, I meant like um, oh. antidepressants and stuff like that. Oh, okay. That's what I was so, kind of referring to. That. Right. So, yeah, but as far as pain pills, as far as pain pills, like when, whenever I had broken bones, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. I did take um, uh, lower tabs. Yeah, and, yeah. and whatever, whatever. Yes, I did take those when I was when I had a broken bone. Now, here's here's the funny thing and, and a good thing about about me and my body. Mm-hmm. My, my chemistry is that 
Um, if I'm 100, if I'm sober it, without a broken bone, and and uh, if I try to take like oxycotton's lower tabs, any type of pain painkillers or pain medicine, I get sick. My body doesn't like it. It does. I okay. just don't do yep. well. I, and and like I curl up, I get nauseous. I don't actually like throw up, but I get that nauseous feeling. And all all I'm doing, I'm just completely balled up, and I lay there until it wears off, and then I shake it off, and then I, I I'm okay. And so it doesn't. I've 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 tried that. I've tried that when I've been you know wanting to you know get high and party, and it doesn't do me any good. So I I have been lucky and uh, <clears throat> with with pain meds yep. and. Over Opiates and stuff that I don't, they don't, so they don't wasn't, do well yeah, with me. It, it wasn't something that triggered anything or your, cho- or right. your, your choice to get but, high was not like, hey, I need, I need some days and then you escalate from there, you know? Right. Um, but what you were saying though, Steve, is you're, you're right. When, you know, riders, when they break bones, they yeah. start getting, they take these pe- the pain meds and then, uh, uh, you know, a lot, they get, they get hooked on them. And it's an, it's, it's an issue, it's an issue in a, in the country, Never mind whether you race or not. You know what I mean? It's a big issue. Right, yeah. right, absolutely. Uh, second thing, talk to a number of people who have sobered up over the years and gotten help and everything else, and two things. One, mm-hmm. they, you never do it you, – you, no one can convince you to do it unless you're ready to do it. Like no one – like people have been dragged to rehab, but if they weren't ready, it didn't work, blah, blah, blah. That that, that seems to be right. the number one thing I find – and two, there, there's a low moment. There's a there's a there's a bottom. There's a, there's a rock bottom that a lot of these people reach. Uh, for you, was what was the rock bottom, or what happened to you to be like, that's it? I got to call Scummy. I got to figure. Like, what was was or was there something? Um. Yeah. There. There was. I just. I. I couldn't. I couldn't live. I just couldn't live with myself any longer. Yeah. I, I had. I had put on this mask. And I had been, you know, um, living behind this mask for so many years, and and the just the character defects that that I, I you know, encountered. Mm-hmm. It's just not me. It's just not me. And my behaviors and the stupid nonsense, ridiculous <laughs> shit that I've done. Yeah. Um, it's just not me. And 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 it and it's probably I could probably vouch for for all all of uh, addicts that at one point, whenever they just get completely twisted off. It's they're just not normal. They don't act like that. And for me, I was I was to the point where it was not I wasn't even getting high. I wasn't having fun. I was so freaking miserable that I just I just told myself, I said, you know what, Clifford, you're I was too like, I mean, you know, I was to the point where I, I never, I never thought about committing suicide. I wasn't to that, mm-hmm. to that extent, you know, like I, I felt horrible, you know, I didn't want to live like this, like, yeah, like yeah. I live like, you know, I didn't want to live like that anymore, any longer. And so there was just a point where, you know, Colin reached out to me. I, it started kind of like turning the wheels uh, and, and I was thinking, you know what, I, I, I probably should, I need to, I probably should do this. I need to do this, you know, for myself. And I, you know, I, I danced around it for probably, like maybe like about a month, month and a half until yep. I really finally, finally, just finally surrendered. I finally gave up on alcohol and drugs. And yep. there, there a point to where I, I got high and I was just like, man, I was just all, you know what? F this. I am done. I'm done. I'm done. And I just, I just, I, it's like, it's like I, Whatever drugs was in my in my pockets or whatever, I just kind of said, "Here, just like down the toilet, like you know what? I'm done with you. You're out of my life. I, I give up. I give yeah, up. Yeah. I'm not doing this no no longer." And so I just I just told myself, "I'm like Clifford, you're done. Like get just done. I give yeah, up. Yeah. I give up on drugs and alcohol. I cannot." do this no more. I cannot participate in this type of activity no longer. And I gave it up. I Good gave for it you. up. And 44 days, 44 yeah. days ago, I gave it up. And I said, um, I, I, you know, I, I checked in with, uh, with the owner, with Ron, I had to check in with him daily and it took about two weeks. And uh, I was on a Thursday. Um, I texted him, Hey, I'm checking in. And he said, uh, get on a flight ASAP. And I, and I was all, what date? He just texts back ASAP. <laughs> and then immediately Colin, Colin, uh, calls me and says, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. And I go, 
uh, nothing. He goes, well, he's like, you know, like get a flight. He's like, book your flight now. He's like, get on the flight, get on the plane now. Like, get on the plane tomorrow. And and like in a two more hours. And I, yeah, and yeah. I was all okay. I was like, well, well. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, I just, you know, and and you know, thankful for my my uh, my my parents. I'm so blessed and thankful for them uh, having my back every step of the way, even through through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. They have been they've been here. And uh, I caught that was on Thursday, and I caught a plane on Saturday afternoon. I arrived in Ontario. California, June 22nd, and uh, I've been in rehab ever since June 22nd. Good so. for you. Were, were you back in Oklahoma? Is that where you were living? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. I was, in, I was in Oklahoma. I was in Oklahoma City, and um, uh, yeah, I, I, got a, I caught a flight from Oklahoma City to Phoenix, and then Phoenix, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Phoenix well, to uh, Ontario, and, and uh, went straight to rehab. So Good. Well, good, man. I'm glad. It sounds like it's working out. Um, when's the last time you rode a dirt bike? And any plans to get back on one? Uh, yes, I want to get back on one immediately after I get uh, get out. I, I right. rode. Um, I went out to Paris. I, it's probably been about maybe three weeks, maybe push uh, four weeks, maybe maybe four weeks this Thursday. Okay. Um, Colin Colin went out to Paris and was roosting laps, and uh, we uh, um, I got to go out to Paris and just to see him because I hadn't seen him since I've been here, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to see him. Uh, so the uh, uh, one of the owners. Uh, took me out there and and watched him ride well um little did i know that uh after uh colin had you know roosted some laps he came over and he saw hey he said uh he's like clippy i know that you can ride i know you know what i mean like yeah yeah you want to take you want to take my bike out for a spin and, and i was just like a little kid i was like <laughs> what, what me 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 uh, well, that's I, cool. I can i can ride your bike and he's like yeah he's like i got an extra set of uh uh, a gear you can you know what I mean you can borrow a helmet whatever he said I, uh, I got everything that you need if you want to just go out and just ride a couple laps just you know take it slow and I and I, I took it and that was like what? maybe like like I said like four weeks ago I burned and? I burned like I couldn't I, I could only last like two laps of my arms were yeah, just yeah. So- <laughs> throttle but there was like there was like there was one little uh like a little three pack that was uh, a little i mean it was a tame little little three pack of doubles and and uh a little stretch and i i clear you know i jumped that like the third lap on his bike and i i got two sizes uh two big boots on me i got a helmet that's all <laughs> flopping around I'm, uh, what, uh, when was uh <laughs> what, what, and then how long had it been since you've ridden since that since that day that that time that time was um Let's see. The time before that would would probably be about eight to nine months. Okay, something like so, yeah, that. I, ro- yeah, I rode. Yeah. I rode in Norman. I rode in Norman in Oklahoma. There's a track in Norman yep. that I went out and uh, and I roosted some laps there. And but the time before that was like uh, several years. Was it really? And, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 but I still I still rode pretty good. Like they they had a pretty big double, a third gear. Pinned uh, on my on two fifty uh, two stroker out of the corner and it's a pretty uh, like it was a pretty good little double and like I started jumping that like in the first little little session that I did and then I come back and I was with a, an old uh, an old uh, childhood friend of mine and he's like hey he's like dude he's like Clifford you need to take it easy man he goes dude you need to be careful man you don't need to get hurt I said man I'm fine man I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. that was fun well then I went out in the second practice and I, I fired off a little hill clicker off of it <laughs> yeah nice nice oh. D- uh, it all came back to you. Um, hey, so uh, obviously we knew you as a racer, like you said. You originally started out racing. Most of the freestyle guys, especially back then, did that. Um, but growing up, how did you get into dirt bikes? How, who got you into it? How did you start progressing? And and, and you must have loved Guy Cooper because everybody loved Guy Cooper from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to love, love, love Guy Cooper. Um, you know, I was um, – the, the babysitters that, uh, that babysitted me, I, I, I had babysitters. I was babysitted since I was nine months old. And uh, this family, the Miller family, um, was like my second, my second family. Okay. And, um, and uh, my, my grandpa, he, he is uh, – Hoyt, he uh, introduced me to uh, the Trail 50 that I started on when I was six years old. And like I like um, I would consider like my cousin. Yep. He um, he had uh, he had a Yamaha YZ80. So um, just like the weekend that we were there, they they pulled out both of these bikes and they got his 80 running. And I was all wow. I was like man. I was like. And then they pulled out this little 50, and I was like, hey. I was like man, I can ride that. You know, like yeah. he was like get on this, and I'm like yeah, it fits perfect. You know, it fits perfect. Well, it, you know, they fixed up the carburetor. You know, put a new plug in it, and, and got this thing started. And uh, I just rode around the back 
back, just the backyard. I mean, a small little backyard, just in first gear, just putted around. And, uh, I was just, I was so pumped. And, and, uh, so the next day, uh, I went out with, I followed, I followed my grandpa, um, in, in his truck and I was on my little 50. I followed him around just on a dirt road mm-hmm. out in, out in the sticks in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma. And I just followed him like probably, I don't know how long it was. It just seemed, it seemed like, you know, all day long, yeah, yeah. Been, however long, but I just followed him in first gear. And I just followed him in the truck, and we were maybe going like maybe 10, 15 miles an hour, if that. But I followed him around in, on, the, on the 50, the, the Honda Trail 50 in first gear, you know, just cruising around. I followed, followed him, and then we took it home. And I was so, so excited that uh, as soon as I got out of the truck, I was running. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. Hey, check it out. Check it yeah. out. Look what I got. Look what I got. Look what I got. Look, at it. Look, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Unload it. Unload it. Unload it. Unload it. And finally, uh, Gramps uh, unloaded it. I was like, look, I can start it by myself. I can start it by yeah, myself. Yeah. I started it, and I took off. And my mom's expression on her face, she's like, what the hell have you got my son into now? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I started I started, uh, started riding out in, in – um, Riding six, at six years old, I rode just trails um, and around like Draper Lake. Around we had a bunch of trails. Uh, we had tracks through through the woods and stuff. And um, there was like I said, the 59th and Douglas was was only like a half a mile from from my house. So I'd ride my XR80 up there and just just sit on the side of the road and just try to watch and just try to watch the races as much as I could. And um, then um, at 13, I started racing. That was the first time that I raced was uh, at the age of 13, uh, and I raced uh, uh, 80 beginner, and uh, that night I, ended, I got second place, and my dad was all, wow. He's like, huh. He's like, well, you, you, I guess you can ride that damn dirt yeah, bike. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I started racing at uh, 13, and then I turned pro when I was 17, and, and um, started uh, racing. You know, obviously I raced amateurs and uh, like Lake Whitney and Ponca yep. City, uh, on the eighties, who stuff, uh, coming up and, who was your who was your class of riders? Like who'd you race against that we would know? Like what 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 class are we talking about? <laughs> well, let's see. I raced uh, I raced against Brian Deegan. Okay, so um, uh, Brian Brian was one of uh, we raced uh, eighty intermediate, I believe, um, together. Uh, who so else that's all be, like uh, ninety. That's ninety four, ninety three, right? Um. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, yep. I, yep. Well, no, it would be no, it would have been earlier than that oh, okay. because I graduated. I graduated. I graduated. I graduated high school in '91. So this was like probably. Um, let's see. I started. It was in '86. '86 is when I started racing when I was 13. So probably like around '88 or '89. That's mm-hmm. when. That's okay. when like you know, on on eighties and stuff, and then he he progressed. He was you know he was he was much faster than I was, and mm-hmm. and um you know he moved up a lot quicker than I did, and and um but uh, yeah, I turned I finally turned pro at seventeen, yep, and and then just tried to uh you know try to pursue the whole you know professional uh, yeah. motocross and and things of that nature. So <laughs> how'd you? What was your best result? How'd you do as a pro? I know arena cross. We'll get to that in a second. But how how'd you do in supercrosses? Or did you ride any nationals? Uh, no. no, unfortunately, unfortunately not. Like I said, I was a true, true, one hundred percent privateer. I paid everything yep. uh, out of my own. All my winnings went right back into what I, you know, to traveling. Uh, you know, I'm uh, thank, uh, thanks, so thankful for my mother and father for supporting me. And um, you know, the little like I never, you know, I didn't have. Uh, you know, paying sponsors. It was just all a discount, this and that. And, yeah. and um, so I was un- I was unable to travel to ride um, uh, outdoor nationals because they didn't pay. The payout mm-hmm. is just, it's, it's, it's um, I'm sorry, but it's, it's peanuts. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not much better now, man. It's not much better now for these well, guys. Yeah. 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 I, it, that's just ridiculous. I mean, these, these top athletes, these guys are so badass. And, and, and my respect to every single one of, of the racers out there because they, they train their ass off and they deserve way more money than what, uh, what, what is out there. So, but anyways, I couldn't afford to travel uh, to do the outdoor circuit, and I could only hit a few supercrosses that were close to, close to me. I mean, I remember racing um, uh, uh, Oklahoma City Supercross with Guy oh, yeah. Cooper, Jeff yeah. Matasevich, um, oh, dude, know, was I that raced, the one? Was that the one in the middle of the day that was rock hard concrete? 
Yes, yes, oh, it was. Yeah. It was. And and Guy and Guy Cooper and Jeff Metastas, they battled together and then Jeff took him out like I guess at the at the very last or whatever. But uh-huh. I tried to compete. I tried to compete in that. I never made I never made a main event. Yep. Um, but I did I did participate in in a few supercrosses. Uh, I rode two fifty, I rode I rode I tried to ride one twenty five. And again, um, my 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 best result of trying to make it to the main event was St. Louis, and this was the year that Jeff Emig beat McGrath oh, for the very first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that was so. So that Supercross last chance qualifier, they took top four, and I was in third freaking place. And the dude, it was like one. We had one rhythm section. You took a, a one eighty right, and then it was the finish line. Well, before that rhythm section, it was a left. And left. And the dude that was in third place, I was right. I was right behind him. I was in fourth, and he like cross rutted and stalled, and I hit his back tire. And the dude that was in fifth went around, went around me, and then I was in fifth. I went from fourth to fifth like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I didn't. Yeah, and I didn't get to. Uh, I didn't qualify, man. That oh, was my closest, closest moment of Supercross. Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, to make the night program, that would have been just uh, that would have been my highlight of uh, sure. I mean, just to make it to the night program. Dude, you know what right? I'm saying? But yeah, um, and arena cross and arena cross, I got a second place. My best finish was second place in arena cross in um, oh, let's see, in Connecticut. It oh, was yeah. in Connecticut. Yes. Now, it was, uh, um, uh, well, go ahead. Yep. No, I was just oh, going to say uh, that. Um, yeah, the I got second place in in Connecticut. That was my best finish right. in, in arena cross. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and Alpine Stars. Uh, good show, and uh, thanks for the support, everybody. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, if you're going to get your motor done, getting get some suspension work done, please check out Racetech, racetech.com. Uh, They'll dial your bike in. They have complete specs for lots of bikes and lots of spring rates and information about the bike that you have, whether it's being a vintage bike or a new bike, they can hook you up and dial you in. Ben LeMay using Racetech out there each and every weekend. Michael Lessie's using Racetech suspension, and he's just killing it in the Canadian Nationals right now. So please get your bike some love, uh, get your motor work done, get it uh, modified, get your suspension oil changed. Please, if you still have the stock suspension oil on your bike, then I want to reach through this microphone and punch you in the face. Uh, get the oil changed from the folks at Racetech. Call them, mention Pulpum X, and they'll dial you in. So thanks again for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks, Fly Racing, Maxis, and Alpine Stars. All right, back to the show. Now, did you always did you always enjoy jumping? Were you always good at it? Were you always I mean, were, were, was were triples easy for you that type of stuff? Like, did you have a natural flair for jumping? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think I mean it was it was fun. Like, I wasn't scared of of, of that. I mean, right. you know, growing up. Like growing up, uh, like I said, whenever we'd go out and ride the trails and stuff, we would build tracks. We'd get out the shovels and 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 we had, we all had kind of like we I had a one ten three wheeler, so we'd go out on the three wheelers and we'd like we would like mow down like some like a little trail with the three wheelers, and then we would make a little track and and whatever we could find. Um, and I'm we, these are not these were not big jumps yeah. at all. They were you know what I mean. But yeah, it was yeah. just but like it, we right. would find like maybe like a five foot like a five foot tabletop that was like straight up straight down, and we'd get out there with a three wheeler. We'd pack it, we'd shovel it, we'd knock off the trees, pull the trees, whatever we needed to do, and uh, it was just fun. And so, I, I mean, growing up, I always kind of like I enjoyed jumping, and then you know, getting the supercross. Uh, I mean, that's a whole, you know, it was I enjoyed it, and yeah, there was times that I was kind of I was kind of sketched and spooked, but um, I overcame that, and it was it was yeah. fun. And as far as like doing the tricks and stuff, um, you know, doing arena cross, they have they had the uh, um, the intermission jump yeah. contest. And um, there was only four riders. There's four riders, and, right. and you did two tricks. And um, I remember it was like back east somewhere, maybe like in Ohio or or Illinois or something. And and they uh, they were a rider short. And at this time, I I couldn't whip worth shit. I couldn't even <laughs> I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it flat. I mean, like back then, if you could get it flat, you know, like a flat yeah. top, then you you were going to win. I couldn't I couldn't get it. I could I could only just pitch it like just to the side. I couldn't even get under the bike. Like it was horrible. And they said. I was like, no, 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 no. I, you know, like, well, we need another rider. It pays fifty bucks a night, and I'm like, fifty bucks. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, that's, that's, hey, that's I'm there, that's a, right? That's yeah. Motel six. Um, that's Motel six. But right there. Budman, Budman, and Danny were probably still trying to sleep off the effects of the night before, so they weren't ready to go. But <laughs> right, right, right. Yep, yep. So that's it. So that's how you got started. 
Well, I mean, yeah, the arena cross, the 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 free. I mean, doing the jump off, uh, yeah. the jump jump off in arena cross. Yes, I participated in that. And then um, shortly, it was that same as the same year. Shortly after that, we had a break in um, in in November and December for Thanksgiving, and um, and then uh, a video I saw Saul Ryder um, do do a hill clicker, and I thought to myself, Hey, you know what? I was all. If I can do that hill clicker, I could win the freaking jump contest, and they pay two hundred bucks a night. So that's four hundred bucks. Yeah, it pay four hundred bucks. I could eat a good ass in my van. I can I could get uh, Motel Six. You know what I mean? I don't have to yeah, sleep yeah. in my van. So I went I went out and and uh, and I went out and practiced that damn hill clicker, and it got, it got like it took me about a week to to fully fully get this hill clicker where I could stall it, uh-huh. and and it was it was on point. And so over that break, I learned how to do the hill clicker. And then the next, the next, uh, when we started back up after the first of the year was in Fort Worth, Texas. And, um, I, I had this little bag uh, and uh, this little trick in my bag. And then I was so excited to get there and, and just be signed up in the, in the, in the freestyle or the jump contest. Uh Like when I went to, went to writer's meeting, I was like, Hey, hey, I was like, can I be in the jump contest? Can I be in the jump contest? Please, please, please. (laughs) And they were like, uh. I go, no, no, I want to be in the jump contest. Please, can I, please, 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 you know, and like begging them. And they, they finally, yeah, sure, you can be in the jump contest. Well, it was, you know, Mad Mike Jones, which he, had, he does his no-hander lander. He would, he would win pretty much every night. He, whether he crashed or not, he still would win. <laughs> and then we had local, we had local riders. Uh, that was in Fort Worth, Texas. So we had local riders, Char- Charlie Bogard and uh, Grayson Goodman, yeah. which both of those guys were, are, are badass. And they, they could just crank it, you know, and, and get, it, uh, get a good whip. And so, and then me, and then so th- during the the um, the jump contest, I let all those guys go first, and then I come around, and I was the last ride. I come around, and I I, I fired off a hill clicker, and the roof just came uh, off. right, people just lost Every, their minds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every everybody was standing up, just like wow. They were just yelling, and and then from that point on, I won every contest with just two hill clickers. <laughs> <laughs> And, oh, and then so yeah. that that started that started and then we just started you know what I mean just yeah. seeing um, you know watching videos seeing other you know other individuals do tricks and I just kind of like started doing doing tricks and doing things and and it just kind of I started to progress and then you know the first ever uh, freestyle comp uh, in Vegas you know I got uh, invited to that thank God and mm-hmm. and actually Grayson Goodman he got me he got me into that uh, that event and. Um, <clears throat> So I participated in that. I tied for second place. They ended up giving me third place, yep. and it was it was yeah. And so and that point right there, it just my whole sure. my whole career just completely turned to to uh, to freestyle motocross. And I just I dedicated myself to freestyle motocross, and I just you know I I, I ran with it. I was a lot better at, at that than yeah. racing. Uh, I was having way I mean just a way better way better time, and oh, um, sure. I was you no know, yeah. I was actually I was. I was actually good at it, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I can imagine the money, too. You're just like, wait a minute, I don't have to go on a bicycle and go ride and, or train or anything, and I'm making, you know, whatever amount of money you got for third in Vegas there, and, you, you know, it's probably double what you've ever won racing motocross. You're like, it's an easy decision. Uh, yep. <laughs> yes, ab- absolutely. You know, I mean, it was just, it, I couldn't believe that I got paid this amount of money to go just do, just do freaking tricks on my dirt bike. And then, and on top of that, like I'm on a, I'm on a sick ass course yeah. that I'm jumping, I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm getting like, you know, we're jumping these badass courses and I'm out there by myself. I don't have to worry about, you know, someone landing on me, someone taking me out, T-boning me, getting pissed off or something, you know, as racing you know racing is so yeah, yeah it was it was just a such uh such a, a blessing and uh, i just ran with it you yeah. know I, I told i told my boss i said you know what i said i said look dad i said look i i don't want to race no more i go i want right. to i go I, all i want to do is freestyle motocross and my dad was all he he was all you know what he said clifford he said then do he said then stop racing and let's just concentrate on freestyle motocross and yeah. that's that's what i did what was so. the what was the first time that you got paid to go overseas the first time, um, I don't necessarily, I, I can't remember the year uh-huh. uh, exactly, Steve, but I do. It was Costa Rica. Costa Rica, um, yeah, yeah. Yep, Costa Rica was the first. Uh, my, uh, my my boy, Billy Whitley, um, uh, got me introduced to uh, to go down to Costa Rica, 
and that was my first country. And he told me, he said, on the plane, on the plane there, he said, look, Clifford, he goes, this is how, this is how, it work, how, how it's worked for me, and, and I'll give you this advice. Whether you take it and you run with it, it's up to you. So he said, if you want to come, if you want to keep coming back to any country that you get invited to, mm-hmm. he said, this, this is the key point. He's like, you don't bitch and complain about your bike or about any type of any, any of your bike or anything, the gear or any of the setup. You always shake everybody's hand. Yeah. You, 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 know, you tell them that everything's fine. It's great. And he goes, just ride the best that you can and do, do the best you can and put on, a, put on an awesome show and you'll, you'll be invited back. And and I was racing. I was actually racing at that time. So I got I got invited to race a Supercross down there. And then obviously um, uh, that was when I started was starting to do the the tricks and yeah, so on. Yeah, and, yeah. and um and and we we did an intermission. We did an intermission jump contest during the Supercross. So I went down to race Supercross plus do do an intermission jump contest. And then I ended up winning winning the jump contest and just putting on a good show yeah. for everyone. And so these guys, so these guys, I mean, Costa Rica, they, I mean, those yeah. guys, they, they love me. They love me. And, right. and I, and I got invited back. I mean, multiple, multiple times. Right. I, I've spent Man. a lot of time in, in Central America, but that was, that was my first country. Those early days of freestyle were so cool, man. You had yourself and you had Clowers and Deegan was involved and Deegan was, you know, the, the dark side metal militia guy. And Pastrana right. was the, Pastrana was the good guy. And he would he would ride the course like it was a motocross race and yeah. man it was really cool it was really exciting times for sure yep and nate adams yeah, nate, yeah. nate yeah nate was there nate was, I mean, was nate was the guy nate was the non-racer freestyle guy the rest of you guys were racers you know turned into freestylers it was cool yeah yeah i mean i can't i just uh you know think about it you know think back about it you know i can't believe that uh you know the the sport and where you know where it's where it's where it's at today is just absolutely uh, insane. I mean, I can't believe that. Uh, you know, I still kind of have to like sit back and go, wow. You know what? Like, I was one of the first ever riders to participate yeah, in freestyle sure. motocross. Like, and yeah. people are like, yeah, man. You know, you're an OG, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't really like it. And I kind of think back. And I'm like, yeah. You know what? I, I kind of I did help pave the way. For freestyle motocross, yeah, for uh, sure. That's, that's pretty. That's a pretty cool thing to say and to, to you know seeing the you, first ever freestyle, you know, first ever X Games and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's really cool. um, also, you did step up, right? I remember you doing step up uh, a few times. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. I tried. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I tried, but uh, I'm no. I'm no good at, Dude, uh, that, at step up. That sitting at the bottom not, of that. that th- sitting at the thing. bottom of that thing, looking up, like, oh my god, right? <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's gnarly. I mean, it's it, it's full on, and uh, that yeah, that is just that's not my cup of tea. I, yeah. I suck at it. <laughs> um, f- uh, who was the best freestyler you ever saw? Um, I mean, what like just throughout just, the whole? Yeah, the just whole, well, yeah. Like, when you were competing, whole... like who blew your mind when you were competing? Well, I mean, I mean, well, I mean. Obviously, you know, uh, and two, well, and, and Travis, I mean, you know, that guy's a, a, a freaking legend um, just because, you know, he's, he's Travis. But, you know, I gave him a, rent, a run for his money in 2001. You know, I got, I, I, I got a silver medal in, uh, in 2001. And, you know, he did make a, he did make a sloppy mistake. And, and, and people are kind of like, you know, going back and forth. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you really wanted to criticize, you know, like he did make a sloppy mistake because he wanted to do a Saran left, Saran right. And he got caught up and didn't do his Saran to the right. So that's a mistake. And I didn't have no mistake mistakes though you know like i'm not you know people people said i'll just say i'll tell you this that you know after that whole event and we were at you know wherever we're at the after afterwards and stuff they were like dude you got robbed man you should have won gold you should have won gold you got robbed blah 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 but hey i mean it's travis you know what i mean like travis has got a huge name and um so i mean all all those riders all those riders we all put other you know like i can't really specifically yeah. say that you know there's one there's one person i mean you know look at Kerry hart i mean i remember the x games i went to x games i won silver i won silver in x games a month later i went to uh, providence rhode island and i participated in gravity games and uh, i won silver again behind travis i won silver there and um i remember i remember being uh, at the riders tent and you know hart was all hey, 
He goes, Clippy, is that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a backflip today. And I was all, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a backflip today. And I yeah. go, a backflip? I'm all, are you fucking serious? And he's like, he goes, yeah. He's, I'm going to do a, I'm going to, and then, so he's telling me where, where it's at. And I start yep. looking, and I'm like, oh, and I, I'm start, I'm looking, and I'm seeing this shape of, of the back of the, you know, the, the landing. Yeah. I'm seeing this shape all, all just shaped out. And I was like, uh, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And then just to see, you know, just for him to, to, to do that. You know, it's just it's it's freaking it's freaking crazy. It's it's out out of control. And so I mean, there just everyone, everyone that we that I rode with uh, in general, everyone we all pushed each other. And you know, we all just you know we kind of had you know we kind of had respect for each other because you know pretty much it's like hey, if you can put it down, then you can put it down. If yeah, you can't yeah. put it down, you can't. You know what I mean? You can't well, put it down. You know, hey, you know, you talk your talk is your talk, but your riding is your riding. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's you know shut shut your mouth. Let's get on the bike and let's see if you can throw it down. You know what I mean? And if you can put it down, then you can put it down. And and if you can't, then you're like, okay, I, I, I'm not going to say nothing because I can't put it down. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's call Andy Harrington. We'll we'll bitch him out for that lost gold medal. It's Andy's fault. That's, that, that's what that's his fault. It is. Hey, I'm I'm I'm. You know what? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy uh, with with my silver medals. I I you know that year 2001. I killed it. I I, I got a silver in X Games, a silver in Gravity Games. Uh, I, earlier that year, I got a bronze in Winter X Games, and then um, the following after Gravity Games in August, uh, I competed in the Vans Triple Crown, mm-hmm. and I won. I won four out of the six events, so I won. I won the champion, so I was the Vans Triple Crown champion. And then at the end of the year, I went to Australia to, to compete in the X Games of Australia, and then I won gold there. So nice, yeah. So you were on top then. Yes. You were killing it. Yes. Um, uh, what's the most money you ever made from a freestyle event? Um, I think, uh, man, I, I, I don't, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Um, I think, uh, I think it was maybe like 15, like, oh yeah. Okay. 15, yeah. 15, 15, 15 for first. Um, I think that was in, in Australia, I believe. Uh, so one of the things that we talked about before we did the, the podcast before we hit record, you didn't flip. Uh, it was one of those one of those things. As you talked about Hart doing it, well, it certainly evolved from there. Started going into doubles and everything else. Uh, and uh, I, I think of a guy like yourself or or even Cl- or Tomcat. Tomcat didn't flip either. I don't believe, and it was one of the reasons why you know you had to take that next step. So, how sketchy? You know, did you try? Did you have a bad crash on one, or did you just say, "Hey, that's not for me right now"? Like, uh, obviously, you knew you had to do it to stay competitive in these things. But when that flip started getting perfected, how was that for you? Well, um, I mean, I was I was riding, you know, and I was I was jumping in in a foam pit. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, Feist and I we went up to went up to Hart's uh, Hart's house in Vegas one time, and we jumped in his pit, and we we were we were flipping. I I, I was flipping in in a pit, and then we went into Happy's and and got a pit at uh, at uh, Deegan's house. Mm-hmm. So. I was flipping. I was flipping forty-five. The popper ramp. I was flipping. That's that's when you know they were doing at at four at forty-five. But I was flipping in a pit, and I I had it. You know, like I was rotating. I was landing yep. fine. I was uh-huh. landing on my bike. I, I wasn't sketched out. Well, what happened was um, I was flipping. I was flipping in the pit, and then I went to Valencia, Spain, and for the X Fighters, the Red Bull X Fighters, mm-hmm. and Valencia, Spain, and I was gonna I was gonna compete in that. And after that, that was in June. And after after I was going to compete in in uh, the X Fighters, I was coming back. I had I had planned coming back and then flipping on dirt and then going and participating in the X Games yep. that following August at the LA Coliseum. Well, I went to Valencia, Spain, oh, and that I was, crashed. That was your and femur, I, and I broke I broke my yep. I broke oh, my okay. I stayed so- I stayed in the hospital over in I was over in in uh, in Spain for. Uh, for like I think ten days or something in the yeah, hospital yeah. with a broken femur, and then so I was down and out. Um, and then after, like I said, after after when I went to X Games in August, uh, the riders they were they were flipping long, which they were flipping I say long or just regular yeah. seventy five foot. But they they were doing a hill clicker backflip and I and I was I was all you got you you know I, really like you're like, really, you're, like you're like you we know? didn't plan like, that guys on, yeah, like, we, yeah we didn't plan yeah. that right oh shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so so um, just 
you know, at, at that point, and, and again, you know, I had um, I had a really, really good, uh, good close friend of mine that passed away. And, um, you know, I had a couple uh, before that and, and just the whole, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. my friends getting paralyzed and stuff. And then me breaking my femur, you know, I was in I was in Spain by myself. I had to wait 24 hours before I had surgery with my leg, and that was a whole uh, that was a nightmare right, of, right. Uh, of, uh, of uh, a situation. And uh, it just it just took the it took the wind out of my sails. Right. And and I just I just sat back and and I thought to myself, you know what? If if I if I compete, um, if I, if I want to compete at this level, um, I'm going to get broken off. Uh, sooner or later, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get broken off. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and I just I, I just t- I thought to myself, I'm like, look, man, you have you you've had a you've had a good run. You have you've traveled. You've you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you're thirty. You're th- like you said, you're thirty at this point too. You know, at this point. Yes, yeah, I am. Yeah. Yes, I, I, exactly. I'm thirty years old. And you know how much for how much more are you going to push it? Like I have the balls to do it. I'm not scared to do it. It's just like I just kind of set back. I took like a, a, a couple steps back, and I and I and things you know things messed with my head. They did definitely played tricks with my head, and I just I just threw in the towel and I just said you know what I I, I don't want to I don't want to go through this. I don't want to I don't want to die. I don't want to be paralyzed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and so yeah. all these things yeah. were, were racing through my, through just, you know, doing burnouts in my head. Right. And so I just, I just, um, I just quit. I just, I, I retired. I gave, I threw in the towel. Wow, that was you know it. What? So never, I, I don't, never competed again after that. Nope. I never did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yep, so I never, ever competed. So it wasn't so much that, I mean, you could do it, you did it or whatever, like you said, but it wasn't, it was, yeah. Interesting. Um, you know, it was, it was more just an injury and then knowing that you would have to do that, you know? So, yes, yeah. yes, it was just knowing the knowing the consequences of right, right. Noah Clifford. You you could you could really um you could really break yourself off uh and and you 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 you're nutty enough to to try it and to do it and you know to go to that extra that you know to push yourself that extra that extra step to um to to be competitive uh-huh. and I just you know I just was you know I said you know what I've had a good run. Um, I'm healthy, uh, you know. My, I, my, I'm strong. You know, I can, yeah, yeah. I can walk. I can run. I don't have back aches. I don't have, you know, I have little, little aches in here, there, and there. But some of these, some, some of the riders, you know, they got back pain. Their hips are, you know, hurting them, and this and that. Their knees are shot. I mean, their whole body's shot. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, I come out, I come out healthy. And so I just took that. I just took that with, uh, you know, I just took yeah, that. Yeah. And said, you did know you, what? It, it, my time is done. Did you have some good money in the bank? Did you, you know, you had a nice little nest egg a little bit? Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, no. I, no. I, um, I mean, I, I did have a little bit, but I ran that dry sure. for uh, for several years, and then and then and then I just ended up, you know, I, I was I wasn't, you know, making yep. any money, and right. then I ended up having to sell my house to just stay afloat. I liquidated everything that I had, right. and, you know, I mean, my vehicles, everything, and uh, you know, I still I still kept my uh, <laughs> my dirt bike, my Harleys, and my hot rod. So I still have I still have a little bit of something to, right, to, right. to show, but but yeah, unfortunately I didn't. You know, I was um, I wasn't fortunate enough to to have um, you know to have uh, you know a, a retirement yeah. or yeah. you know anything like like in investments that some you know uh, other individuals have uh, you know had had or, or they had. Yeah. Um, excuse me. For you know what I mean uh, yeah. for their retirement stuff. So yeah, I ran that. I ran that pretty dry. So um, look, uh, X Games is probably has the most prestige. You maybe win the most money for the medals at X Games. You know, it's all over the TV and everything else. But I've I've seen the X Fighters on TV in uh, was it Barcelona or Madrid, one of those places, and it looks like an insane competition. So X Games or X Fighters for you? Um. I mean, I I don't I don't even, I, both of them. I mean, they're, they're both. They're, <laughs> both I mean, yeah, yeah. They're, they're both they're both awesome. I mean, uh, the the thing is is that like the fans and the and the people that are in 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 Spain uh, X fighters and, and especially like in Spain, you're in a bull arena and you're yeah. coming out of the tunnel and you're like, bro, you're hitting you know hitting the, hitting yeah. the ramp and just the just the energy that the the people have over there and and just. Uh, um, just the the respect and how how so pumped they are. It just makes you feel just so alive and just oh, so cool. yeah, so yeah. pumped up. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm gonna have to. I'm just gonna have to call both of those. <laughs> uh, sketchiest country you ever went to for a contest? 
Oh, jeez. Um, Do you have any scary man, stories I, of your bike or anything uh, else? Or? I, I, I don't think we have time. I don't think we have. That's a whole. I think that, that could be a whole another uh, episode for uh, for me telling some stories. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And 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 uh, and and, and um, uh, just I'll just say. Um, uh, uh, Central America was uh, there was some there was a few sketchy sketchy moments um, in the in the in the little the, some of the towns that we went to it was like yeah. the wild wild west where really? everyone yeah. uh, had like everyone uh, had guns on their hips and holsters <laughs> everyone in town I mean I'm not kidding you. it was the wild wild west I go right. what is going on why did you bring me here like well, I'm gonna die here like what, what what's going on here you know oh no no it's it's cool it's normal I'm like no this is not normal yeah, man I'm like no this is not cool yeah this is not normal this this is not good. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Let's uh, let's plan for a part two, Clifford. You save up some stories that are that that aren't X-rated, and we can maybe do a, a part two. You know, <laughs> absolutely. I could I could tell you I have some really really good stories, and and uh, I would I would love to share. I'd love to share them. I mean, they're they're pretty funny and they're pretty wild. And uh, when you sit back and go, wow, that yeah. really happened. And you know, and the the places and things that I've seen and come across, oh, is pretty interesting. Pretty oh, cool. I, I bet, man. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for doing the uh, fly racing racer x podcast brought to you by maxis tires and alpine stars uh glad you're doing well clifford really really glad to hear man and it sounds like you're tackling this this issue that you've had you know just like you tackled your freestyle career wide open and and ready to do it and committed and everything else and i'm happy for i'm glad i'm glad you found the other side man and and, you know some people don't so awesome dude thanks uh thanks for the time thank you thank you so much steve i really appreciate you i respect you for uh for having me on um, and you know, uh, again, you know, to, to just, you know, to anyone that's out there that's struggling, you know, and, and, um, you know, I, I strongly, uh, you know, to, to say, you know, I'm living proof of, of rehab and sobriety and, and yes, I'm taking all of, all of my, uh, determination and, uh, my will into living to sobriety. And I'm, I'm going to be living a new, new life after this rehab. And I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so stoked to, uh, to, for my new adventure and my new life. But uh, thank you, Steve. I, I respect you. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate you. No problem, man. Let's get a part two down the road of some stories of, of different things. And, uh, and man, yeah, again, appreciate your time. Good luck with everything, Clifford, and, and we'll be in touch, man. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate you. Thanks. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. your continued support of our sponsors we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads click that amazon banner on pull them x to help us out and donate via patreon if it suits you and as always enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis.